Hello, back to the Great British Bake Off review with me, Rick Saunders, joining me as always in our matching pajamas. This week we are dressed in tartan. It's Carl Pierce. Hello, Carl. Hello, Reese. Yeah, I love a bit of tartan. I mean, yeah, I mean, I like a tartan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, before before we get into Bake Off, Carl, though, I do have uh, something to bring up with you. Uh, what um, would that be? I wonder. I let you and Liam free for a week. I let you roam the land. I let you see the sights. And what you do is say I went dogging. Oh, yeah. We all know that's what you were really up to. No, I will say this, yeah. I will say this. I do not go dogging, people. Okay? Cold. <laughs> B, because, <laughs> B, because social distancing. And see, I just don't want some stranger watching me have sex with a lady in a car. So I, I, I know I know it wasn't you, Carl, that directly said I was dogging, but you know, you, you you encouraged him. So Carl, I'm gonna smack your hand right now. Ow! Bloody hell! You deserve that. But Liam. Liam, when I see you, oh, oh, I like to be the dictatorship is back. Liam, let's just say that. <laughs> but no, we're not here to talk about football. Thank God, we're here to talk about probably the best program in the world. Of course, the Great British Bake Off. Uh, this week, week five, we're halfway through. It's pastry week. Now I do love a good pastry, Carl. I do love. Oh, yeah. Pies, pasties, croissants. Um, yeah, stuff like that. And Carl, let I me, mean, I've got to ask you, what is your favourite type of pasty? Um, well, I don't really like pasties, to be honest. Or pastry. Pastry, Carl. Pastry, no, probably, the sausage rolls, pork pies. Uh, I love all sorts of things, really. Steak and kidney pie. Oh, no. No, Carl, it's pie now, nah, man. It's got to be, it's either got to be an all steak pie. Or it's got to be chicken and mushroom. Or, I tell you what, the out, when, I, when I go to, this, this is one thing I miss about football, uh, when I go to the football, is our half-time pie, Carl. A half-time pie, you can't beat it, honestly. We, uh, I went to, I went to, I went, I went to Barnsley away last season, Barnsley away, and I had a balty pie from there, and my God, it was the best thing I've ever eaten. That's good. I have heard good things about half-time pies, I must admit. I'm also oh. partial to um, eclairs and shoe buns, actually, which um, our Bake Off contestants were so adept at making. Oh, they weren't. No, you have a new nickname, don't you? Because of someone's magical, magical Photoshopping skills. Can't know. Can't oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who it's a rat it's a rogue it's a rogue man who makes these uh photoshop things so carl what is what what, what did this man create of you this week <laughs> he, he put my face over paul hollywood's and made me the greatest shoe man yeah so that's carl the greatest shoe man there is other names for carl but for legal reasons we can't <laughs> yeah. <get> to them. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, Carl is now known as the greatest shoeman. And, I mean, 
to be honest, I think that whoever made that, I think that, that they've done you a good one there. They've done you a solid call. They've done me justice. And actually, looking at myself in that garb, I, you know, I'm, I'm ready to pull that up and start a new style, I think. I mean, you know, I mean, look, what I like, though, is the person who's made these things has made you poor Hollywood in two photos and made himself brutally in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Shafted himself there, this person has. I think that says more about that person than it does about me, to, to be fair. <laughs> Behave. Behave. <laughs> I am... No. I am... No, it's not me that makes them. No, it's not. But as Carl said, though, we had shoe pastries and clairs and pasties and cage domes. They were made this week on the Bake Off. But we start with the signature challenge, which they were asked to make a variation of a Cornish pasty. Now, I'm not a fan of a Cornish pasty. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the... You know, like the, the savoury and the meats. I like a, I, I like a meaty pasty. I don't, I don't like veggie pasties, Carl. No, it, I'm but, not, I'm but, no, I've never been a big fan of pasties. Full stop. For one reason or another, I'm just all good get like that, I suppose. Oh no, the, the, the Ginsters they make a lovely. Uh, I, I always go for work once. I just didn't want some to eat, and I, I went to the shop and they had uh, Ginsters. Tiki, a spicy chicken tikka one, and they're going, all right, I might, it was only a pound. So I'm thinking, you know what, it's a pound, I'm going to get it, see what it tastes like. My God, it was lovely. Pound? Was it on special offer or something? I think it was, yeah. It was. I think it was like, I think it was like the normal like two quid, which is nothing, two pound. But, I mean, with the Brexit happening, two pound, three pound, four pound, it could just keep going on. Mm. Until Boris Johnson decides, yes, I'll pay 37 pound for a pasty, but you can't let it past 10 p.m. and there have to be six people ranging while you eat it. And there's a seventh <laughs> for your <laughs> You can't eat it with your friends, but you can eat it with your friends outside. Thanks, 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 Boris. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, so I had that, and from then, oh, they're just really nice. You can eat them, eat them cold, eat them hot. Oof. It's cold if you're hanging and you can't be asked to get out of your bed. You just see and you just want to eat it. So um, yeah, it's nice to know you can eat some without having to piss about warming it up sometimes. Oh, when you're hanging out your ass and you just see it there, you just go, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to eat it. <laughs> um, yeah. So they were asked to make their variations. I mean, we got some very interesting um, variations from. We're not going to go through all of them. We're just going to pick some highlights. So. Uh, her mind, she she made one of my favourite dishes input inside the pasta, a Moroccan tagine. Yeah. Uh, I do love My mum made one the other week. My God. I was in heaven. Tagine. And then we had um, Mark with a K. He made an alu gobi and paneer pasta. So paneer cheese. Indian influences on that one. Beautiful, beautiful dish. Um, and then... Uh, then we had um, Lottie. She was very ambitious. She made a toad-in-the-hole pasty. So she had sausages, gravy, mashed potato, encased in pastry. Sounded lovely. But I think I would have tried that. Yeah, I mean, um, it was uh, a very cool uh, filling, I, I thought. Yeah, I mean, Paul was a bit sceptical of it to begin with. He was, with. wasn't he, at first, yeah. Yeah, it's thinking, oh, hey, is this going to work? And to fair play to her, she pulled it off. She did really well. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, but then some little bad ones as well. We had uh, Linda. Linda didn't make, for me, a pasty. Yeah, it was a bit 
A bit bizarre, wasn't it? It looked like a samosa. Because um, there was no crimping on the edges as mm. Paul pointed out. Um, I mean, who would ever thought at the age of 25 I'd be speaking on the, on the podcast about crimping edges? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But no, she didn't do that. So they just look like really big samosas. But the one who did the most, the, the, the worst one for me, was Mark with a C. Cornish fish pasties, immediately they looked anemic. <laughs> yeah, they didn't look too great, did they? No, they were paler. They were paler than me on a beach. Bloody hell, that pale. I mean, to be honest, I've cut, I've coloured myself. I've got tattoos on my arm, so I look darker than I am. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have I have got something called a semantic tan. So basically, if I lift up my t-shirt above where the arm ends, you just see. Basically, I'm just all white. So that's what they look like. <laughs> um. And also, fish in a passive, they said it didn't really work. And then also, again, he didn't do the crimps on the edges as well. So they didn't, he didn't do too badly. But there was no one here, apart from Hermione. I think Hermione had Hermione yeah. won for me. Nobody stood out again. No one's elevated yeah. them. It's, it's halfway through now. There should be someone standing out that you think is going to win. How many how many handshakes has Paul dished out? This is it one or two? He's it's not been many handshakes, has the this series so far? No, I think there's what I, I know. Hermione got one. Mm. I think Peter got one as well. Possibly. No, 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 no. It was Mark. Mark with the C got one. Uh, for his, when he won Star Baker, I think he won one that week. Well, he got one that week, but there's not been many. And right about now, they should be getting it. They should be into the groove. They should be elevating each other, elevating each week. And it's not. It just, especially with the technical challenge, it feels like they're regressing because the technical. I mean, it's very easy for for me for us to sit here as people watching the show, but the technical set by Prue. And they had to make eclairs. Mm. Uh, salted caramel and strawberry, I believe the eclairs. Raspberry. Raspberry, raspberry sorry. And, I mean, Carl, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you discuss Linda's attempts, because for me, that was shocking. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the show, Linda was like, oh, pastry week, I'm, I'm in the element here. Um, well, it's uh, sort of pride before the fall, I suppose. Uh, she she really struggled, didn't she? Especially yeah. as a class. I mean, she had three attempts, and they were just like fingers, basically. They, they had no, she had no rise or, or anything at all. And because she tried to do them three times, she didn't even have any time to try and put in the filling or um, toppings on either. And it's she was just left with like bowl, three bowls, and uh, the plain sort of we can't even call it shoe. Uh, shoe bum because it was, wasn't even that really. No, and Paul, like a... and Paul when he was judging, him, oh, I see. You have to, you have to dip it in. He, he yeah. wasn't impressed at all, was he? No, and I think he's. Tra- I think that was him being polite. Mm. I think I think that was him being polite by basically saying, "Oh, dip, dip it in and stuff like." That. I mean, you could probably tell he was. It was a little bit annoyed for me. I mean, I would be as well. You, mm. you know, these are supposed to be the best bakers in the country, and. Obviously, they're not because I mean, Linda, as you said, they were just flat, there was no rise. I mean, they looked like churros, and 
said to I said to Kate who was on the phone and I said to her I said when Linda says how can I improve these I went just get cinnamon sugar get cinnamon and brown sugar throw it on there don't tell them that you've don't, don't tell them what it is just say oh no I didn't hear you <laughs> and just just say oh no I've made uh, I've made two rows and sticks that's what they look like um, but I mean. I mean, they were struggling. I mean, all of them struggled to make the pastry, uh, especially in Linda. But uh, yeah, Paul and Brie, you can tell Paul and Brie was really unhappy yeah. with all. Some, lots of the bakers undercooked the pastry, or if they got the pastry right, the creme patisserie, uh, the creme pat wasn't. Uh, it was runny. Yeah, it was too runny, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, I mean, P- Peter. Even though Peter came on top, Peter's weren't without fault. No, they weren't. Uh, they weren't perfect or better by a long way they were they were uh, only just the best of the bunch really weren't they yeah i mean hermione she came second with uh mark um with mark with a cake coming in third yeah lottie was fourth dave fifth laura sixth mark was the seventh and linda no surprise eighth because she didn't even have a finished article to be to be honest. No, she, she didn't at all. Um, it was just, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, uh, if Paul asked, if Paul and Prue asked me to make eclairs in what, said, what an hour and 45 they had, something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I, I, I couldn't do it, but. No, I, I couldn't either, but I'm not trying to, I'm not yeah. entering a baking competition. So. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I mean, all of them, in one way or another, they, they faltered. They 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 were mm. as I said, they were too runny and stuff like that. I mean, as I said, I've said it. No, the, the standard of baking is just it just feels like it's nowhere near the levels that it has been the past couple of years. Maybe that's just because, as you said, though, it's has someone have, have they peaked? Have they found? Have they already found the best bakers? If that's the case, no, I have. It's been going a long while, hasn't it? Now bake off. Well, this is the eleventh season. No, there you go. But I'm just saying that if that if that's the case, so why don't they do for next season? I know it's very Americanized this idea because the Americans love doing this. But why not have all the cha- past champions come together and have them go against each other? Because this will be the eleventh winner. Yeah. How it's only what eleven, twelve in a tent, yeah? A sort of, a sort of Champions League bake off. Yeah, I mean, have Man United and Liverpool or um, negotiate it and the break away from the <laughs> <Yeah>. league. Um, <laughs> uh, have Ed Woodward in charge of uh, finances and oh, yeah, get back, uh, get Eddie Hearn to uh, promote it. Um, Jesus Christ, I've just quite come out to they can come out to wrestle as theme music as well. Yeah, Vince McMahon's in the te- oh man, imagine a, oh, imagine this a, a McMahon McMahon family bake off. <laughs> Rise, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Paul Hollywood went to shake Vince's hand, Vince goes, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see that now. Shane McMahon just sweating into the mixture. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've created it. would have to jump off, off the rafters onto a cake or something, uh, Shane <laughs> Oh, no, that's what, he's, that's what his show stuff could be. Um, he was surviving that helicopter crash. 
<laughs> With uh, Kevin Owens just there going, oh, you shouldn't have survived it. That's not a saying that Shane McMahon shouldn't have survived it. Kevin Owens did say that in a promo, people. So, you know, I'm not wishing death upon Shane McMahon. Carl knows I'm my lover for Shane McMahon. Do you not, Carl? I do, yeah. Shane McMahon. I've got a lot of admiration for Shane McMahon, to be honest, as a part-time performer. But let's stay back. Let's stay on track for our non-wrestling listeners to uh, take off. Yeah, so we get now to the showstopper. And they had to make cage tarts. I mean, cage tarts means something completely different to me, but, you know, <laughs> you don't delve too far into that. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. C- cage tarts. Um, so that's to make ornate tarts. They're not ornate tarts. Ornate cages out of pastry. Now, it's not just me who thought these cages were pointless, is it? No, because... no, I don't quite understand because they didn't even eat them; they just took them, took them off. I don't quite yeah. understand. I mean, granted, yes, they had to make the pastry and make it all stand up and make it all lovely and stuff like that. Dave, I think, did a really good one because he's looked like that. He's looked like with the the triangle and the the, the silver spray that he put on it. It looked like that. Um, that art museum in or art museum in Paris in France, probably the Louvre. Yeah, um, I mean, making food look really pretty and artistic is almost one of the most fruitless things because you're not you're going to destroy it and eat it. You know, it's not like it's going to be put on a wall and be admired for centuries. You know, you spend hours making it and then in ten minutes you've you've lost. <laughs> exactly. I mean. I understand, yeah, that people do... Some people eat with their eyes, yeah? Hmm. I oh, understand yeah. I mean, that. People... If you gave me a plate that looked like sick, I'm not going to eat it, but you don't have to... You know, I don't see the point in spending hours making something as intricate as this cage thing, especially if you're not even going to eat it. I mean, what, do they, what, what are they going to do with it? I don't understand. Exactly. And also, you know when the... You know, um... The crocombooshes, the massive profiterole, the profiterole towers mm. with sugar, yeah? What is the point? You put all that effort in, yeah? And you got some smelly French man who's not <laughs> even going to eat it all. He's just going to say, ooh, I'm going to take uh, this one, ooh, and then I'm going to put it all away. Oh, fuck off, you knobhead. But, um, <laughs> sorry, i got French, i got <laughs> political thing, Carl. You got, your job is to stop me go wrecking on the French. That is your job. <laughs> I have a one file. I'll look over my contract, but I'm pretty sure it's not. It's not in there. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. though, like they, they do. I understand. Yeah, you want to. You want something to, that's memorable. You want some. Want people to look at it and go, "Oh wow, do you remember that cake that we saw 37 million years ago?" Um, <laughs> and you want to. You want to talk about it, but as you say, though, it's gonna get. I mean, I mean, I was watching. Um, there was this cake program that used to be on Channel Four. Uh, not Bake Off, but um, they used to make, like, cake, cake, people used to phone them and say, oh, can we do, uh, can you make a cake of, say, Big Ben, yeah? They'll spend weeks, weeks on this cake yeah. like Big Ben, mm. and then it's going to get destroyed. And also, this is another one as well, is parents who do this. Parents who, who order a cake smash. Now, why that, that person you've ordered, yeah, they have, Made that cake, yes. And all it's going to be is your toddler's 
Yankee little hands. Mm-hmm. Ma- Mankey hands destroying it just for a picture. You could do that at home. Get a Swiss roll. You've done then. <laughs> and it just it annoys me that they do all this work and it just it just it's not appreciated. It just angers me, Carl. I feel sorry for them. It's an odd one. It's an odd one, but there you go. People have these these little quirks, don't they? And he's going off on a yet another tangent. Look, Carl, the French is not a tangent, okay? They are a topic close mm. to my heart. Oh, yes, I, I can clearly see that. I mean, I'm so glad. That, if there are any French listeners to this, um, please keep your opinions to yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they had to make cage tart. Um, I mean, Carl, if you what, what's your go-to tart? Um, and I mean food. I mean food. <laughs> I don't really eat a lot. I don't really eat a lot of tarts. To be honest, I'm not a big, not a big fan of jam. So, oh, I mean, like, I mean, you can. I mean, my mine is a, is a, it's a lemon tart. It can't be a good lemon tart. Mm. Sour, and oh, it's just so nice. Costa, Costa ones are the best. I don't go Costa for coffee. I just go to eat lemon tarts. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so um, so yeah. So they, they there was a lot. Of, obviously, there was a lot of room for error to be done with this um, this challenge. Uh, the tiny mistake, or the even the littlest overcooking, could have pulled their their cages. Uh, but unfortunately, as you said, Carl Linda had. A catastrophic failure, didn't she, in this round? Yeah, um, again, it, it just all went wrong. So you tried to do this like multicolored <clears throat> cage. Yeah, it just fell apart. She had about three like strands left or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it just wasn't great. Bless her. I mean, exec- the idea was very good. The execution could have been better. But the, but the tart was funny as well because like she had this massive. Massive crust, didn't she? For some reason, and it's um, it just as as Paul commented, it just looked very untidy. It it it, it was a strange effort. She didn't try and neaten it up or anything. Yeah, it was. I actually say it was it was it was a massive, 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 massive crust with very little filling. It was about and... ten high, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's obviously that's an exaggeration for comedic effect, but it was it was bigger than her. <laughs> But no, it was absolutely massive. But she wasn't the only one, though. Let's say she wasn't the only one who didn't present a cake. Mark with a K. Um, unfortunately, he he baked his one, well, then it just crumbled when he tried to when he take yeah. it, take it, it, it cracked. Um, and also his piping work as well was really poor. Uh, Prue and, and Paul were natty, but there were some highlights of this one. Uh, David with his chocolate mango and lime tart in that pyramid. As I said, that, that it was yeah, very good. Yeah, the, the pyramid looked awesome, I have to say. Yeah, and Peter's blackberry and lemon tart as well was really good. Yeah. Um, Laura's looked absolutely beautiful as well. Yeah. She made a, a lemon tart and then you had Hermione with hers. She See, did Hermione make those macarons, the macaroons? Um, I'm assuming so. I can't remember now. Honestly, 
I, I, I can't remember that because I know, I know, I know they were presented on her um, on her finished um, cake. But they go, she's made that tart, that pastry case, and she's made macarons as well. Give her the title now. Hmm, I'm not too sure on on that. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm afraid. Yeah, but uh, so look, Laura's Laura's Peter's. David's and Hermione, so probably the four that were that, that were really, really, really good. Hermione said though the same as Linda. She said, "Oh, patient week. It's my week. I'm doing really well at this." And she did well. Linda didn't. But we'll uh, we'll start with the good news. So this week, though, Laura was presented um, with Star Baker. We should also mention before um, about Lottie because you've got things to say about Lottie's effort as well, haven't you? Yeah. I do. No. She did have a. She had a really good cage, um, uh, but her tart wasn't necessarily a tart, was it? Um, race. No. no. So I'm gonna. We're gonna go into a, a history lesson now, people. So a few years ago, uh, Bake Off, there was a contestant called Rahul. Not a mistake with our Rahul. <laughs> but, um, there was a contestant called Rahul, and it was Patrick as well. And there was another lady, or there was a lady called Manon, a French lady. And she, so they were asked to make Danish pastries. I think for one, one child was asked to make Danish pastries. And it was a signature. And Rahul's were absolutely shocking. They didn't rise and they were burnt. Manon's were perfect. However, they were French pastries. And ultimately, even though she had a very good technical and a very, very good showstopper, and Rahul had a shocker, Manon went because Manon didn't stick to the brief. Because she made French pastries like Danish pastries, she went. Now, Lottie, for her uh, showstopper, she, for me, did not make a tart. It looked like a Milfoyth, um layered thing so pastry yeah. uh filling pastry filling so on and paul even said it's not a tart uh what it is is a mess and prue agreed as well and for me if they're gonna set that precedent with rahul and manon they have to follow that through now if even if you can have an absolute shock of a week but if you don't stick to the brief You've then, for me, you should go home because you've you've bent the rules to suit you more than sticking to the brief, and you've screwed other people by doing something that you know how to do. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it is it is slightly controversial, um, but then but then Linda did have did have a shocker. I mean, from the from the Claire fiasco, I had a feeling she was going to be the one to go, to be honest. And you I, do you do make a good point. You do make a good point. Maybe maybe we can review it in VAR. Yeah. I mean, get, get the man who's in charge of um, Van Dyke's tackle. <laughs> yeah. Pickford's tackle on Van Dyke. Yeah, so Pickford's tackle on Van Dyke. And, yeah, then we'll maybe get a conclusive thing because, you know, only a blind man could see that. But, uh, no, I understand why Linda went, I really do. But Rahul, when he did his, he had, an app, he had for me, watching Linda then rethink, re- rethinking that through, he had an even worse week. So it just feels like 
they're not consistent with it. But yeah, Linda did go home, and to be honest, I agree. Linda should have gone home if it was based purely on bacon yeah. this week. Linda should have gone home. As Carl, she had an absolute shocker each round, so she deserved to go. But me, you know, Carl, I am Carl, stickler for the rules. Rules mm. are there to be followed, broken. I mean, but in uh, a way, I mean, Linda did fail the briefs herself. I mean, she didn't she didn't present an eclair, really, did she? It was just a bit of pastry and some dips. <laughs> and she didn't really have a cage or a tart either. She just had no, a couple but, of leftover strands. But then so. again, Mark, but then Mark would have seen them as well. He didn't make the brief either because he didn't crimp his edges for his pasties. Mm, and, he, and he didn't present a cage. I know he was in trouble, but... I mean, if I, moving on for a lot of them, if I had to pick two people to go, it would probably have been them two. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be lying if, if it would have to be pretty horrendous for me to get rid of Lottie. I'd have, I'd have to, I'd have to admit, can't, can't think why. But... <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, she went. She, she told this though. She had. She said, "I can't be sad. I've had. A, I've been a child at Disneyland. Really, it's been amazing and one of the highlights of of my life." And to be honest, Linda, she was. She quietly went about her business. Yeah, she I mean, good. she still she still looked happy and had a smile, and she must have known she was in trouble after the Claire fiasco. She must have yeah, done, yeah. but she still kept. You know, it wasn't a keeping up a brave face. She still looked happy to be there. So fair play to her. Yeah, she yeah. Well, well done to her. But then the good news was though Laura was crowned star baker. Yeah, thoroughly deserved. Um, and uh, she made a fantastic showstopper. Yeah, she really did. She didn't have a good technical, but then her signature was really good as well. Though, so fair play to her. She deserved it. Um, and yeah, first woman this season to get um star baker as well. So. Well done. Well done, Laura. Yeah. Um, but this week, it, yeah, it was it was a good... I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a good episode. But it just feels like there's... They're not the standard you'd expect, are they? Nothing no. Like. There should be more. And nobody's looking like a, a real runaway for, for winning it either. There's a couple that you could see... Um... Yeah. There's a couple you can see might might be you know might have a chance to win it. I mean Peter, David, now Laura. They've all they've all shown that um, on on their day, yeah, they could they could win the competition. Even Lottie, who's uh, had a couple of bad sort of sessions here and there, she she she's got it in her. If if they have if if the stars align correctly on the final to, to win if she gets there so you just don't know yeah i mean next and mine week, as well she's i mean she's shown that she can be excellent as well so yeah i mean she's my pick to win i i have her to win um because she, she just she's she's all she's consistently good that's the thing mm. she's not unless it's really bad say she's not superb but she's consistently good just goes to be, about. To be fair, I think anybody left has got, has got a chance to to win it on their day out of, out of this lot. I think, to be honest. Yeah. But next week, though, next week's brief is a Bake Off first. It's Japanese week. Oh, well, is that what it is? Is it? 
Japanese week, yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Japanese pastry, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it at all. They've got to make... No. So I've, I've just got a brief of what they've got to make. They've got to make a Japanese version of steamed buns. Uh, then they've got to make a technical, which is a multi-layered bake. And then the showstopper is inspired by Kawaii, the Japanese love of all things cute and adorable. So if no one makes a cake of my face, I'll be very upset. <laughs> so cute and adorable, not horrific, Reese. Uh, Carl, I should deal with you internally. <laughs> <laughs> That, that 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 was just a call for, but uh, no, the you end know of time. I love you really, Carl. That will not help with your disciplinary. Now, um, <laughs> the other hand. <laughs> Ow. Um. So, yeah, I know that hurt you because that hurt my hands. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that wasn't my hand. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it was his knee. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So yeah, Japanese week next week. Uh, hopefully, because it's a Bake Off first. I do enjoy Bake Off first because it, it actually throws them off their element. Yeah, it does. It? And maybe this week, this could be the week where someone stands out and shines. So I, I am hoping for that because... I do love the Bake Off. It's one of my favourite TV shows. But... You know the showstopper should be a Kyrie Sane pirate cake. Oh, that sounds good. She's cute and adorable. Exactly. Yeah, she is. Or Riho. Mm-hmm. But she's small. Or Asuka. No, oh, God, no, that's not cute. No, that's that's... Not. I know. No, that's cute. Scary. <laughs> scary. Scary and adorable at the same time. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Carl, before you leave, um, I mean, I will want your pyjamas, your slippers, and your toothbrush, please, before you leave. Um, do you want to do your plugs? Yes. Uh, you can find me at Carl, Carlos underscore Bayer80 on Twitter and all that lot. You can find us at Rogue underscore Opinions. You can check out our new updated website rogueopinions20.wordpress um, and you can find all our other podcasts the Bake Off our Banter Munich with our, our glorious leader Reese on uh, all good podcasting platforms I'm Reese. how about yourself? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at rsoys995 uh, there will be an internal uh, disciplinary on the Bantam Unit podcast for Liam <laughs> and Paul. Uh, I'm back. Um, I think five years, five years detention is what I'm leaning more no. to. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll bribe me. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I am. I, I am a dictator after all. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I said you can find me to our source night notify. And until next week, guys. Goodbye. Bye.